In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today let the word go forth fool me once are you fired up i'm not a crook are you ready to go shame on shame on you it's abe lincoln's top hat hosted by ben kissel boom you can't get fooled again hey what's up everyone how you doing ben kissel here hanging out with travis hi ben Oh my God, we have so much to talk about today. Voter fraud, it's on the tip of everyone's tongue. It's on the forefront of Donald Trump's mind. Is it real? No, it's not. But we will talk about what's going on when it comes to the voter fraud hotline. A lot of phone calls coming in to report fraud. Uh, Turns out most of those phone calls are just heckling people on the hotline. And again, I do want to point out, if there is voter fraud, if there was voter fraud, I would say that's bad. It just doesn't seem like there is. All of the complaints coming from the right being like, they wouldn't let us see what was happening. They were counting ballots. Look at the footage. There's countless amounts of footage from people inside of where they're counting the mail-in ballots. It is extremely yes. boring, and it is just people doing clerical duties. And the fraud, the fraud stories are they range from the most mundane to right. the most elaborate. The most mundane, I think, would be the Sharpie Gate one, yes. where they said that poll workers were handing out Sharpies intentionally giving the Sharpies to Trump voters so that the ballots would not be read correctly. And then the on the opposite end of the spectrum, my favorite is, have you heard of um, Hammer and Scorecard? Hammer and Scorecard, I have not heard so of that. So this is a theory, an election fraud theory, where Hammer is a supercomputer that is using a application called Scorecard to... Uh, Operatives are using this supercomputer uh, scorecard application to secretly change the Trump votes into Biden votes. Okay. So a giant, like, steaming electricity shooting out of its supercomputer is to blame for for the, the wacky hijinks that is uh, really taking over the nation right now. We've spoken with Robert Fitrakis before. He's the one who literally wrote the book on voter fraud, vote stripping, vote flipping. Uh, and this is an interesting thing. He refuses to go on conservative media because they're sort of taking his ideas and flipping them and perverting them. When it comes to voter fraud, this is important to remember. Georgia 2018, that race between Brian Kemp and Stacey Abrams. Why is Stacey Abrams considered such a hero in 2020? Because she got totally screwed over. Uh, she should be the governor. They stripped tens of thousands, uh, hundreds of thousands of votes off their voter rolls. Yes. And she put into place a um, a plan to get those people registered and to make sure that their vote gets counted. They are legal residents. They are citizens of this country. They have a constitutional right to vote. That is voter fraud. And strangely Literally, enough, the same, the, that, there weren't any protests from no these, protests. Uh, these people wearing the United States flag as a cape that were not pr- protesting the same election. So. When you have systemic voter fraud as bad as we we have seen in Georgia, which is indicative of many states around the country. That's what voter fraud looks like. So all of a sudden, all of the Trumpers and the Trump pets and they're just refusing to recognize um, the election, just refusing to uh, recognize that uh, in this Democratic Republic, they came out on the losing end which is completely anti-American. Trump's response has been completely anti-American. You don't have to concede. There's no law that says you can, or there's no law that says you have to. 
Uh, but class would say you should or any kind of understanding of the Constitution or any sense of what it means to govern or lead or heal a country would say, hey, let's move on. I'm going to concede uh, off to do bigger and better things on Newsmax TV, whatever Donald Trump wants to do, perhaps self-pardon. Uh, there's, we'll have that conversation here in a second. But the fact that they refuse to acknowledge a presidential election and they're doing it under the guise of like, this is American is totally anti-American. It's a complete facade. It's a total farce. And if you look at, again, real voter fraud, Stacey Abrams did a great job of reversing true voter fraud in Georgia, which is why we saw that state so competitive when yeah, it comes to the like 2020 a, election. This is a And of course, we have the Ossoff-Purdue uh, runoff yes. election. Uh, it doesn't look great for Ossoff. And if he does lose that in Georgia, that would put the Senate, I believe, 51-49 for the Senate Republicans. Yeah, it's it's not looking good for Ossoff and Warnock, who are the two Democratic uh, yeah. senator candidates. Uh, looks like they'll probably... I mean, who knows? It, it, but, right at, at last count, uh, Ossoff was trailing right. uh, Biden's numbers, certainly. Yeah. Uh, so he was like down by 100,000 votes. So people were voting for Biden, but then not choosing, uh, you know, candidates like Ossoff or Warnock in these in these same on these same. Well, ballots. and that could be because some of the people, perhaps some of the rhetoric from the right, uh, you know, accusing Bernie Sanders of bringing the party too much to the left and then accusing uh, Joe Biden of being indebted to the hardcore left of the Democratic Party. And perhaps Ossoff didn't separate himself enough from that. It's so tough to tell what the hell is the reason behind people's voting. Uh, but of course, Georgia is a traditionally red state. So perhaps they just said, OK, enough with Trump. We can't deal with the drama. Uh, let's go with Biden. Uh, but we can't go as left as Ossoff. And of course, Biden, as we're going to talk about, he's filling his cabinet and we're going to hold his feet to the fire. He is filling his cabinet with a, a few people that I find to be slightly uh, too hawkish. Of course, anything is better than the fascism bullet that we just had to dodge like Neo from the Matrix. But now we have to, again, be very careful that we don't uh, embolden and empower the Bush Warhawks uh, that no doubt Joe Biden will be friendly with, as again, as Travis and I talked about last week, now that we are voting the exact same way as people like Bill Crystal, um, it's it's a hard pill to swallow. Doesn't and feel it, good. Doesn't feel good. Doesn't and feel so great. I really hope that the Biden cabinet isn't uh, isn't hawkish and interventionalist and everything that we hated about George W. Bush and everything that ruined this economy and cost us tens of thousands of lives. But on that note, let's speaking of good things, uh, let's move to some of these prank phone calls. Let's move that- to some of these calls <laughs> about voter fraud. And again, just lastly, when it comes to voter fraud, it, voter fraud is done at a systemic level. It's done at a government level. It's the stripping of people's constitutional rights to vote. It's not allowing felons to vote. Voter fraud, we can have a conversation about that. It is not Having people who are dead vote. It's not having people vote twice. You're lucky if you get a person to vote frickin' once. So there's no evidence. They're just saying there is no evidence of voter fraud. And at the very, I'll even, let's just say there was voter fraud. Mm-hmm. Four states. It's 305. He's got 305 electoral college votes. Yeah. It's done. I mean, that's a, that's the funny the, thing about all these, like, the, the, the cases that Trump's team is bringing against places like Pennsylvania even if he did flip some of these states, it would still not be. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And like, the thing in 2016, like the left, yes, we all know. We all know there's some people who became memes from the left for good reasons because mm-hmm. <laughs> they like, you know, they acted. They were very devastated. Yes. But the big complaint then was, look at the look at the national vote. Look at the popular vote. Hillary won. That was their complaint. They weren't saying that the vote was fraudulent. They were just saying maybe our entire system sucks when it comes yeah. to the electoral Is, college. Isn't it insane but it's not that you can, it was win, you can win the popular vote by millions, but then lose the electoral vote? It's just it it just belies a completely strange and untenable system. Well, you know what they should do? They should do it by congressional district. Um, I think that could really help. There's a there's a state that does it. I believe it's Rhode Island where you can actually see a, there'll be a, a blue streak throughout the state because they lit. And so they split up their electoral mm-hmm. college based on county and based on uh, and then they'll allocate those votes separately. So you don't just have a winner take all system. Rhode Island does this. I believe it's Rhode Island. Don't quote me on that, though. There are two states that do it in Maine and Nebraska. Maine and Nebraska? Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you, Travis. And I feel like that could really work. 
Because because then you don't no, have yeah, a winner I take agree. all, and then you have an electoral college that is actually representative of the vote from said state. God knows that'd be great if we got more representation, um, actual representation for the states in this country. We're also going to break down some of the racial uh, turnout, some of the racial uh, exit polling data that we got, and some of the gender exit polling data as well. Women versus men, cats and dogs. Mm -hmm. Hello, Mm -hmm. watch out. All right, but before we get to that, Let's play some sound from yeah. a. Uh, so what is set, set so, this up, so here's some context here. So on November sixth, you know, two days after the initial, three days after the initial yeah. um, election results came in, uh, fraud was on everyone's on the tip of everyone's tongue, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Trump put his best man on the case, Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani is a part is is he's the tip God. of the spear when it comes to proving that the election was stolen by Joe Biden. If and, you have a chance to watch the Showtime show The Circus. Oh yeah, you've been mentioning some, that a lot. They, yeah, yeah. They did some behind the scenes on Rudy Giuliani. When you see Do that, I want to see behind I, the scenes Rudy Giuliani? I don't know, man. He's dying. He's so tiny. He's shrinking. He's just, this is the death whale of someone who is no longer relevant. But so he, on November 6th, Rudy posted a uh, a phone number uh, where you, as a, as, a, uh, as a responsible citizen of the United States, you would report any instances or irregularities that you found at the polls. So they were counting on the uh, don't fuck with cats internet detectives. Yes, They were counting on everyone to go and check out their neighbors and sniff around their garbage cans, see if there's any ballots left around. Rudy's post was hashtag stop the steal. Um, Tell us what you were seeing, report a case, and he gave the phone number and he said, help stop voter suppression, irregularities, and fraud. Tell us what you are seeing. And then he says, report a case at this phone number. And so um, they didn't get a lot of actual fraud reports okay. on this phone number what they did get was uh, a ser- like hundreds of thousands of people <laughs> calling this one room <laughs> yeah he put a phone number out on twitter this one room, which was described by some of the staffers as the hell room, <laughs> which is apparently this is what, <laughs> are these staffers? These are on the. They're a part of the Trump campaign, so I can't, okay. I can't feel too much I was, sympathy I was for like, them. Did they just add a? Did they just answer a message on Craigslist to do to be a phone bank responder or phone so, bank collector? Let's listen to some of these. This is this is what these these staffers in the in the Trump war room were hearing uh, all night as they picked up the phone. Okay, so here's here we go. Okay, yeah, I, I saw what I believe is a voter fraud situation. Okay, please describe it for me. Um, so I saw a man. Uh, he walked into this this building, uh, and he was wearing a black. He had a, a black hat, black mask, a striped shirt, and a, a red tie. And um, I believe there were hamburgers in his bag. And he was saying, <laughs> rubble, rubble, as he was exiting the building, like a burglar. You know, I think he—I think he's probably Antifa. Can I speak to Rudy Giuliani? <laughs> Can I speak to Rudy Giuliani? <laughs> so there's one. Here's oh, a, here, that, that hits me right in my dad humor. <laughs> That's right there in the dad humor heart. I—I I long for the return of Crank Yankers. So this is like <laughs> this is like tiding me over until the until they eventually bring it back. So here's another one. Hi, how's it going? Uh, I'm a Philadelphia resident. And uh, Rudy Giuliani is currently in my house trying to capture my daughter in a large net. Uh, how do I get him to leave? Get the net! <laughs> and then they hang up on him. Uh, here's, a, here's one of the more elegant ones. It's oh, these um, are amazing. somebody calling the hotline and then just playing them this sound. Trump National War Room. Oh, those are amazing. I am so happy people got to experience what it was like to be a kid in the 90s. Just briefly, with the prank calls, prank calls were the most amazing thing of all time. Get your Freddy the, what is it, Freddy Freaker on? Freddy Freaker! Yes, Freddy Freaker. And then you would have to star 6-9 to like get the number, and then you could call it back. The 90s were a strange, strange time. So no voter fraud came in through the voter fraud so, hotline. So, yeah, they didn't get a lot of them. Um, and then on, let's see, on the... On and the, again, if they even got one, it would require millions yes. of, millions of voter fraud well, so incidents. So I said Rudy put that tweet out on November 6th. November 7th rolls around. Eric Trump tweets out the same thing, 
but then it's a different number because they had to change the number because of how many prank calls they got on the previous day. But they know that people the are... The phone exploded, apparently, <laughs> and they had to get a new number oh, to keep up man. with all of the prank calls that they were getting. Um, but what's really funny is that there is also a web submission form, so you can just sort of like write out what your what the thing is that you saw. A lot of people were just like typing out the script to uh, the B movie and, you know, shit like that. Yeah. But... Apparently, a lot of those web submissions actually turned up in uh, some of the court cases that they that the Trump team was trying to bring really? to uh, to the to the judges. And all all every single time they did this, they the judge would uh, inevitably say, "Why are you bringing me these random? They're basically copy pastas." That uh, people just put into the <laughs> put yeah, into this, this web form, right? And they and uh, Trump's lawyers were bringing them to the states to say like this is evidence of voter fraud. Is people just sort of like typing They're in dumber than a I Yelp saw, review? I saw a man walk into a building, and when he come out, his shirt changed colors. You That's know, like, fraudulent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good freaking lord! All right, so that is the talking point right now from the right. I personally feel. As if Donald Trump is slowly coming to terms. I think he's sad and he's never going to concede because he's a child. But I do think he is slowly coming to terms with reality. At well, some point, it does have to set it, right? He did accidentally let it slip on the, the, the Rose Garden speech he gave yesterday where he came out. He may as well have been wearing like a bathrobe and curling like, curlers in his hair because <laughs> he, he really was so is. like in need of self-care. He is in his he is in his upset bothered Medea phase i think he's, he is like get out of here so grandkids he gave a little speech about covid yesterday because he wants to claim it uh he wants to claim victory for pfizer coming out with this 90 percent effective uh vaccine that they're talking right. about and but of he course came out covid his, is on the rise we all know that covid is raging but but trump came out and he had he had uncharacteristically white hair Wow! I, I was like, "Is this is this Trump or is this my peepaw coming out? Are you Isn't lost that peepaw nice? trying to get a midnight snack? I think he's trying to do the um like like you said the uh, Harvey Weinstein. I'm just an old man. <laughs> yeah. You can't throw me in jail, but, but I have a walker now. It's like, well, you didn't have a walker when you were doing all of those horrible things. And dare I say, you don't need one now. It is no more than a prop. The white hair. Uh, perhaps he is like one of the evil goons from the television movie It, where they get sucked into the tube after meeting said It and come back forever changed. <laughs> he is definitely haunted by this loss. There yes. is no denying that when it comes to Donald Trump. Uh, will he ever concede? Most likely not. Uh, but will he be escorted out from Secret Service by the Secret Service? Kicking and screaming, I can only freaking hope. And we know that uh, what this is, is setting up the next season. Yes. This is the season finale. In Trump's mind, he really believes that this makes him look like a fighter. I think, and I believe you think, Travis, it makes him look like a little whiny bitch. His followers yeah. somehow still, or at least a couple, let's say 30, 40 million of them, still believe that he is being strong and he is trying to George Zimmerman-esque stand his ground. Uh, despite the fact that they are attempting well, to I, kill democracy, I do want to play what I what I would consider is like pretty much a standard reaction to the election so far from Trump's base. Okay, and this is this is a a woman just reacting to what she is seeing on TV. So is this the equivalent of all of the people that were screaming after Hillary lost that became memes? Are we sort of the problem is wait we are we what's the difference? We mentioned this before, yeah. right? Like where where are the maggoteers? Right. I am not even like I'm not being hyperbolic or I'm not exaggerating. The Trump base does not believe that he has lost. He right. believes there's a there's a huge chunk of that base that still believes that Trump has like a secret plan and right. we're all just waiting to see him flip it on the dem the Democrats. Yeah. This is really I mean it's no. so and so the it's cognitive the cognitive dissonance it really comes out in these strange ways and people are reacting online like this woman so let's listen to what she has to say about seeing um maybe some of the more the more factual numbers on oh. a, accidentally seeing a uh, a TV with the real numbers on It'll it. It'll be hard for her. What is happening? Today is Friday, the 13th of November. And why am I seeing on Newsmax right now that Lindsey Graham, along with other members of the GOP, are saying that President Trump's administration should allow Joe Biden to be present in intelligence briefings? What? What? 
he didn't win. And why am I also seeing that on Newsmax that the states are expected to put in their electoral votes on November 23rd? How is that even possible? How is that even possible when there is so much apparent and, and obvious fraud that is happening? Wow. And how, why, why is Georgia only doing a hand recount, counting the same fake ballots? Why is there not an audit? What is happening? We, he cannot win. Biden cannot win. Oh he cannot win. We need to win this. What do we do? I feel so bad for her kids. I feel bad for her husband or maybe her wife. I have no idea. I'm going to assume husband or perhaps estranged former lover. Really sad. She's going through a mental health crisis. She's not looking at the evidence. And the fact that Newsmax was too liberal for her means that her mind is totally gone. That must be a somewhat, I don't know. Maybe she's not a Q person, but it seems like her mind has been warped, changed, and forever These... withered down to uh, something that is no longer allowed to um, critically think. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, We've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. These are deeply held beliefs that Trump is like a super secret agent. That it's insane. He is going to pull this out at the 11th hour. And his staff, I think, is if this is not an act, then they are uh, like cult members at this point. Well, I like, believe that they are. I, I do want to play this clip from okay. Fox. Speaking of like uh, Newsmax, Newsmax being too liberal, Fox Which is... Which it's not. That's a joke. Fox no. is now like uh, being crucified by Trump supporters for being... The new CNN, the new fake news media, right. uh, because they called Arizona uh, a little bit quicker than some of the other uh, news outlets. But right. so one of the people, this woman from Trump's legal team, she this is, chick she, is the chick from Bill Maher. Yes. Woo! So she's been making the rounds. This is and she's representing the sort of legal strategy of the Trump campaign. And she only seems to have two or three catchphrases that she yes. goes on. And then the anchor just sort of berates her. And like, are you serious? So let's listen to. The interactions between, and this is a Fox News anchor and Trump's legal team spokesperson. This, there's a lot of speculation this woman might get disbarred. <laughs> there really is. What do you want to have happen with those 700,000 votes? The ballots are already mixed in. Do you just That's want 700,000 votes the deducted on. from, we from Biden's sure total? We want to make sure that conversation happens. You're trying to say this is done and over. The media I'm not. I'm, a, I'm not saying it's done and over. I'm but asking where you're going to find the votes to pull ahead. Where are the votes to pull ahead? forward. The, this is now my third time to try to get this answer out. The legal path ahead exists here because there are clear constitutional violations that enhance. Keep snarking, okay, you know, so, making so your what faces happens? and rolling Aaron, your Aaron, eyes, Aaron, Leland. Take me through. I get it. I get what ha- it. You guys spent Aaron, years trying to run up a Russia hoax against it's very, the president. It's very simple. I'm trying what to say happens? this is over. How does the president? And the hypocrisy continues because you know what? How Hillary does the president said, don't concede to Joe Biden? What do you want to have happen to seven hundred thousand votes? That this is over for us. It's ridiculous. What do you want to have happen to the seven? That what do you want to have to decide, Leland? Okay. That is up for the court to decide. But we should be able to have the conversation no, about no, those votes when you're saying, trying to say this no, is done and over. No, nobody's trying to say that. I'm just simply All asking. All right, you. there you go. You only get dumber watching television news. You can see my clip, speaking of Leland Vitter. I, I spoke with him many times. He does interrupt a lot. Well, really I mean, does. he had good reason to here because she just kept saying the same thing without explaining. Because their strategy seems to be like, if they can, throw it against the wall and see if it's well, sticks. if they can convince a judge to throw out um, certain postdated uh, mail-in ballots, sure. But even then, like as we said before, if you actually got the the court to agree to, to do this, to to like completely abandon some of the mail-in uh, ballots, depending on when they were postdated, uh, 
Biden would still win. Right. Like there is no viable path for Trump, and so there people like this Fox News anchor is just you know, he's just trying to say like what exactly is the like what is even the plan? I wonder if in the long run this is a good thing, just so they can slowly realize the loss. Maybe this is just maybe by the end of all of this. They're going to be like, all right, fine. Maybe this is just no, the, the stage of mourning. This is the denial stage of mourning of grief. This is the so, new. This is the new lost cause Confederacy thing. I think people are going to be yeah. be like emboldened. They're going to have their Trump flags up on the on their wall as, right next to their Confederate flags, well, I, I, and, and think that this this a great man was wronged here. I think that it will be. There will be a lot of Trump flags next to their Confederate flags, whatever it might be. But I do believe. Trumpism is slowly going to find its way out of our bloodstream. I give it until 2026. I think there's going to be like Tom Cotton, for example. He already wants to run in 2024. Did you see this? Speaking of television news, Tucker mm-hmm. Carlson has opened up uh, a, a presidential uh, bid. He has a, a, a pack that he is opening up for Tucker has to run for president in 2024. Oh. Tom Cotton uh, has done that uh, out of Arkansas. This like Trumpism can continue without Donald Trump, of course, but I really think at some point over the next six years, it's just going to slowly become establishment. And then the base of Trumpism, which is anti-establishment, sort of re- the rebellious nature of uh, of the core of the Trump vote, it's no longer really inspired. It just becomes part. It's like when KFC got the double down. And you're like, wow, that's a really special menu item. Don't, I can't believe they got the double down and that's so disgusting and so weird. But then it just becomes a part of the menu and you don't even think about it. It's no longer on the walls being advertised. Trumpism is just the KFC double down of American politics. It'll just kind of it'll be there. Hmm. But it, not a lot of people are going to be buying it. And once the big surprise, once the big shock is over, I really think it's slowly going to devolve as the people that hold it or the people that harness it uh, within their political ideology just slowly get purged. I think the Trumpism is more like the Travis Scott meal at McDonald's. Well, that's a that's a limited time only. uh, Well, it's it's the repackaging of just sort of bigotry and like conservative, uh, conservative uh, ideals. No, there's nothing bigot. Bigoted about the Travis Scott meal. He's bringing no, barbecue sauce to a ketchup you're, game. You're mis- I am not. I'm taking misunder- this very literally. You're misunderstanding my analogy with the He's Travis Scott bar- meal. That's very diverse for the French fry to be dipped in barbecue you know, sauce. That's it. That's the only change to it. Is that you but can that's dip- a huge change. And then it comes with a Sprite. <laughs> don't know about I don't that's, like that Sprite. Is the, that is what the Travis Scott meal no, is. No, I like, know that. But I'm saying, but it's the barbecue sauce that makes it special. I think According that's what, to him, I don't know. I think that's what makes it insane. I think it that's could what, be too. <laughs> the fact that you would even introduce this as a new item. Okay. But I think uh, you know, Trumpism is just like it's it's a uh, it's it's bigotry and conservatism with sort of like a new flair to it. It is a little bit of a new flair. They're bringing the barbecue but, sauce, but the Travis Scott meal will be gone fairly soon. Probably replaced with another person's name. Uh, yeah, it'll be gone by 2026. The like Ralphie you said. May. The Ralphie May. Oh no, <laughs> the Ralphie May. That's a that's more of a KFC item actually. He loved KFC chicken. Uh, but it, Ralphie May, very I funny. didn't know that Tucker had like a pack going. Yeah, he's that, somebody. I guess, it, I guess either would, he opened it up or somebody opened up on his behalf. But yes. that would explain the this strange video that I watched recently of tar- Tucker Carlson talking about America and how beautiful it is. Can I play some of this? We clip? can play that sound. But just before we get to this sound, Tucker Carlson, Tom Cotton, uh, if those people are the holders of Trumpism going forward. I don't know how well it will do, specifically when it comes to Tom Cotton. He is such, at his core, a basic Republican. Yes. That I don't think the Trump, I don't think the Trump base is going to be nearly as excited for him. No, he's which, more, he's like a paperclip version. Yes, I don't know, like absolutely. some some like stationary version of it. But uh, he did he did write a pretty like Trumpy editorial. In the yes, New York he Times did in the New York Times for which, the George Floyd protests, where he was basically saying. Bring out a soldier and bring out the soldiers and just mow them down. Yeah, he went he went full on on record uh, when it comes to George Floyd and uh, that response that he had. If you're again, if you're someone who is like a libertarian who maybe votes Republican every now and again or whatever, there is nothing uh, there is nothing um, 
freedom loving about his response when it comes to the protests. Well, so let's listen to this uh, Tucker Carlson, maybe presidential ad campaign that he was I, doing. Honestly, <laughs> bro, you wait. You but might no, just it's get so strange. This is this is obviously like some reaction to Biden getting elected. Like this is this is their this is Fox News version of like we are entering a dark period in our our nation's history. Then you're they're already setting it all up. But so here's here's Tucker um in this segment he has going here is called America is still the best place there is. All right, there <laughs> it is. There is a huge amount going on right now as you know, really a torrent of news, historic amounts. To begin tonight, we are going to ignore all of it. We've never done that before. This is a news show brought to you on a news channel. But on this second Friday after the election, we'd like to take a 20-minute break from developments. So many things seem so completely screwed up right now that it can be overwhelming. And over time, it's also misleading. If you pay too much attention to what's happening, you can easily conclude that America is a rotten country. But that's wrong. It's not. America is still the best there is. Two things about America make it great the country and its people. This is a truly beautiful place. That's the first thing. If you're absorbed in your phone all day, it's easy to forget that. He's showing like Windows wallpaper backgrounds of different locales in America. Switzerland has the Alps, Zimbabwe has Victoria Falls. But multiply that by an entire continent and you've got what we have, America. From the islands of Puget Sound to the islands in Casco Bay to the Rockies and the Badlands and the Upper Peninsula and the Appalachian Mountains in between. This is a presidential speech. Spend a day speech. hiking through the Shoshone <laughs> National Forest in Wyoming. He's listing all these national forests. They are beautiful. <laughs> I love America. So How yes, place okay, so great. so gorgeous be so empty? We've got a lot of those here. God, he is Wake up in Big Sur, these, California these ranges. The smell of redwoods and salt air will change you. You'll feel things you inherited from your ancestors coming from places the modern world cannot touch. We are blessed. He's, he's reading the back of a like Yankee candle. <laughs> no matter this? what happens next, no matter who becomes president, you imagine the president, being on your couch and this is future, like for three minutes. This guy's talking about how beautiful the, the trees are in different parts of America, above the spruce in a New England forest. Yes, yeah, beautiful. All of great <laughs> is ours to enjoy. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. And we've got a lot of people to enjoy it with, an awful lot. Americans are still the best. So he goes, oh, right. well, he, we got he, he goes around. He goes on talking about how every okay, type of white but, person is great. But again, the irony is, and you know me when it comes to this stuff, I don't want to have foreign wars. I believe we need to be energy efficient. We need to be energy uh, independent. But the policies that Trump put in place or the repeal of certain policies that Trump put in place, like the like the mileage, like the gas mileage mm-hmm. thing with cars, where it's like every car company was like, yeah, we can do limited gas mileage. It'll help the consumer. Less gas will be used. More money in the pockets of the people who buy the car. It goes on and on. Big oil wasn't necessarily thrilled, but they could also diversify a little bit. They're destroying the very thing <laughs> that he was talking about being beautiful. And it's like, come Oh, this is talk about only but, just pull. You can see the curtain being pulled yes. in front of everybody's eyes. Every word is just another freaking click on the damn uh, on the damn rotator of the curtain being closed. And it is so obvious what they're doing when it comes to just look over here, look over <laughs> here. Don't look at reality. But Tucker Carlson, speaking of possible like presidential runs or whatever he is one of the only people that can do what you just heard which is talk to you like you're a baby and like his audience loves him for it like yeah. he, he can talk to you like you're a four-year-old who just hit their head and you're like what is america and then he's like well listen here sonny america is it's the trees. appalachian range yeah. it's the it's the cacti in the southwest it's it's but, the, it's the color of the leaves. But that does sound like a presidential. Um, it does, doesn't it? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, so yeah, funny. Yeah. yeah, perhaps there is some truth to that. Now that Donald Trump was able to break the true glass ceiling, which was to be a talentless entertainer yes. and become president of the United States. Um, just lastly, on that, before we break down some of the exit polling data on who exactly voted, or the, you know the the wide sweeps, uh, the wide paint brushes of the demographics when it comes to Trump. There is a lot of people speculating that he is going to try to self-pardon. Obviously, he has a whole series of lawsuits. The number one thing that I just want to stress to folks, uh, he can, we we don't know if he can self-pardon. Some people are going as far as saying he's going to resign. Uh, Pence is going to take over the final day or two days or whatever and, and pardon Trump, whatever that, all of that, no matter what, even if something as crazy as that happens, we live in a crazy world, I guess it's possible. Trump is facing state charges. 
And so the federal government, uh, the president can only pardon federal charges. So you look at New York State, and there's a bevy of issues with his business practices and uh, with a whole series of things regarding state taxes, uh, regarding Trump Tower, uh, just you name it. Uh, he has he has question marks all over the books when it comes to uh, financing, when it comes to paying employees. There are so many issues that they are going to be looking at and are looking at Tish James, Letitia James mm-hmm. in New York State, um, looking at all of those things. It's completely separate. He's going to live so, his life out in, yeah, that's, in, in Mar-a-Lago. That's kind of what I think, too. Basically but. stretching all of those cases out until he dies. Until he dies. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, he has, <laughs> he's he not has gonna, enough time. He's not going to like actually receive but do you punishment. Think, do you think that we have changed as a country when it comes to equal justice under the law? When it comes to being super wealthy, but still getting incarcerated. I mean, you mentioned Harvey Weinstein. That dude literally was mentioned second only to God at the Oscars. Yeah. It's hard to for people to remember, but it, just five years like, ago, Harvey Weinstein, or I guess maybe six years yeah. ago now, but he was he, like, he was a God untouchable. So do you it think it's like, possible? It, it took like a quorum of people to, it took like, you know, a, a big majority of people flipping on him because he had all of the institutional protections afforded him it's only when people started turning their back on him in in sort of agreement with each other that's when he fell right and why did he fall because the democratization of the entertainment industry through the internet took away all of his power that's true and democracy took away all of trump's power so hey i don't know i i'm not going to uh i'm not going to say one way or another if he's going to be charged it seems for me just i don't know my gut and again I'm not a lawyer, so listen to Ari Melber if you want that, I guess. He he always quotes rap lyrics. He's pretty cool. He's Trump, pretty cool. No, but in my ha- gut, I just don't I just don't see it. Trump has the spirit of a cockroach. He's not ne- he is not gonna get he is not gonna get exterminated in any way other than his own Big Mac end. We shall see what happens. All right. Well, let's break down a little bit of uh, what happened this past, or I guess two Tuesdays ago now, right? November 3rd. When the frick was that? Two Tuesdays ago. Jeez, time is, uh, it continues on, doesn't it? So let's look at the breakdown. Women versus men. Trump did fairly well or better than people expected with women in 2016. I believe 47% in total with 53% of those being white women. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Now Trump got 42% of women. uh, And with men, Trump got 53%, which was down from what he got in 2016. Biden, however, was able to increase his support with women getting 57%. However, women are not a monolithic voting group. If you actually look at Hispanic women, uh, Donald Trump gained support. Uh, Trump gained more support among Hispanic women in the states along the U.S.-Mexico border, earning the votes of 38% of Hispanic women in Texas and 32% of Hispanic women in Arizona. He also commanded a 45% lead among Hispanic women in Florida, which is quite fascinating if you think about Hispanic women versus black women, how black women were really able uh, to galvanize the uh, support and the vote uh, for Joe Biden. A bit of a difference there. Of course, still the majority of Hispanic women uh, supporting Joe Biden. So what does this tell us? According to Susan Carroll, she is a senior scholar at the Center for American Women and Politics at Rutgers University. Uh, She says, Trump and the Republicans certainly had their groups of women who supported them as well. So women are not monolithic in terms of which side they're on or who they will vote for. And I think that is a really important message going into 2020 that Joe Biden has to remember that in reality, a lot of the groups that the Democratic Party have relied on for support, Hispanics or minority groups, a lot of them are fluid mm-hmm. when it comes to their voting. And if the Biden administration does not do what they say they're going to do to help these groups, the Republican Party has another massive opening to make inroads in 2024. So let's just break this down by race. Uh, in total, when it comes to white folks, that's Travis and I. So Joe Biden got 42% of the white vote. Donald Trump got 57 percent of the white vote. So how does that compare when it comes to 2016? Strangely enough, uh, Trump got 52 percent of the white male vote, 39 percent of the white female vote. 
Uh, 41% of the white male vote went for Clinton and 54% of the white male vote went to Clinton. But the 52% for men, it looks as if uh, Donald Trump actually made inroads when it comes to the white vote. He got 54% in total in 2016, while 39% went to Hillary Clinton. In this cycle, he was able to get 57% of the support. So I do wonder when it comes to media coverage, when it comes to the conversations around George Floyd, when it comes to uh, the riots, obviously we had many, many wonderful, peaceful protests. But when it comes to the mainstream media narrative of those events, I wonder if that moved the needle. And of course, Donald Trump actively courting, um, honestly, just well, I don't. I guess it's just really bigoted whites who uh, who believed when he was like, "They're coming for the suburbs. They're going to have affordable housing in the suburbs. They're going to ruin the suburbs." Perhaps that moved the needle when it came to the white vote. But that's he, a, a bit disheartening in some he ways. He found new voters. Like he found new people to vote for him. And uh, you know, a part of that is uh, you know, part of that are minority groups that happen to agree with him about like, are is it? Are you here? Um, like if you were here in the country, are you uh, contributing to society in a way right. that I think is worth it? You know, he well, he's 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 definitely tapped into a type of uh, like you know a type of minority voter that believes that you have to raise yourself up from your bootstraps. Well, you got to have boots first. Well, let's talk about workers, Hispanics and Latino. Let's talk about that vote. 2020, 32% went for Donald Trump, while 66% went to Joe Biden. However, in 2016, Donald Trump just got 28% of the Hispanic vote. So he is making inroads. And of course, Hillary Clinton got 66%. So he is making inroads in areas that the Republican Party desperately need. And even when it comes to the black vote, uh, he was able to get 12% in 2020, which is up almost double, exactly double, actually. Trump got only 6% of the black vote in 2016. Uh, 91% of that went to Hillary Clinton. So we're looking at an interesting shift in how our country votes. And this is the Democratic Party. They need to, the Democratic Party must be aware of these shifts. You get you get 12 percentage points all of a sudden again with the black vote. Biden got 87 percent. Donald Trump got 12 percent. You get a few percentage points in all of these groups. That's huge for the election. Right. Yeah. So really, the way that Biden was able to cobble together this coalition of, again, sort of traditional Jeff Flake Republicans, moderate Democrats, who knows how long this coalition can last? Mm-hmm. Does this does this actually solidify and form into a base for the Democratic Party? I don't think so. I don't see this as a base that can't easily be fractured with a, with a moderate Republican choice coming from 2024, or if the Democratic Party goes in a more moderate direction in 2024, if they choose Kamala Harris, we'll see what happens as she is VP and we'll see, you know, how people respond to her. It's possible her approval ratings will be very high. We just don't know yet. But the the coalition that Biden was able to create, that center coalition, these two ends of both the Republican and Democratic Party, I think the only thing that could unite them is a foreign war. <laughs> and I think if yeah. Biden goes to war, he is going to have the anti-war left and the anti-interventionist right join forces and be livid, and we're going to see more protests across the country. It's just a strange coalition, and I think it's a very tentative coalition that Joe Biden was able to build, and I don't see it working in the future. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, these people are Republican. Yes, absolutely. You know, at the yeah. end of the day, yeah. they yeah. want to vote they'll, Republican. They'll join hands for like all of two weeks or something, right. and, then, <laughs> and then be back on uh, opposite sides of the spectrum. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. 
Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. And that goes into the larger conversation about Joe Biden's future cabinet, which we're going to be talking about. We're going to talk about who he chooses. Uh, I would like to see somebody like uh, a Bernie Sanders maybe be in charge of labor. Doesn't look like he's going to be giving any love uh, to the left of the Democratic Party, which, again, he is going to need because the relationship he has right now is just strange bedfellows. Michelle Florno, she is going to be the Secretary of Defense. She is a centrist and the Democratic Party's foremost defense expert. Uh, she has bipartisan respect. However, uh, she was key in helping Obama craft his Afghan war strategy, which paved the way for a futile escalation. The surge of troops uh, in 2010, she rose it up 100,000. Of course, it uh, it did not work out in the way uh, that the Americans would have liked it to work out because that's what happens when you try to take over somebody's country. They live there and we don't, so they will tend to win. So Flournoy is posed to be part of the team, and uh, we'll see what happens. She is hawkish, probably a little bit too hawkish. This is according to David Petraeus. Remember David Petraeus? He was well, a general. Yes, and he had that, that torrid romance. Yes, with, his... with the lady writing a book about him. Oh, yes. All right, this is what he has to say. He says, Michelle is an exceptional leader, thinker, and person. She is unflappable during crisis and always very thoughtful and measured in her assessment and advice. He goes on to say she also listens but does not hesitate to make decisions when that moment arrives. Again, David Petraeus, he was the army general who commanded the Iraq and Afghanistan surges, uh, both which you could argue uh, had questionable success at best. So she is a big, important part of the Biden cabinet. And without a doubt, I think this is a bone to the Bush wing yes. who are now in the cabinet or will be in the cabinet and who may be a little bit more hawkish. And again, that is the only thing that could unite the far right and the far left is if Joe Biden and his administration go into a war and knock on wood. They freaking don't because uh, God knows as a country, we've seen enough of that. So this is according to Kurt Campbell, an Obama era assistant secretary of state who co-founded CNAS with Flournoy. He says, no one is more diligently prepared, trained, equipped to be the next secretary of defense more than Michelle Flournoy. The challenges ahead, budgetary, operational, and strategic, are enormous, and Michelle is the best positioned to take them all on. So we shall see uh, what the cabinet shapes up to be, and uh, hopefully it's not just a bunch of freaking former Bushers and uh, Republicans. I know that she's Obama era. That was the one criticism that I think most people had with Obama was the drone war, was the surge, and uh, a lot of people soured. On Obama, after all of that, of course, if you look at 2010, if you look at um, the primaries of 2010, thousands of House seats across the country were lost uh, to the Republican Party. They were Democrat. They went to the Republican Party. And I think you could point to, to the surge as one of those reasons why, because many people thought he was going to bring the troops home, as he said. And of course, uh, he did the exact opposite. So. Uh, that is the only or that is one of the concerns going forward when it comes to the Biden foreign policy. We just don't want to see something hawkish. Haven't we run out of countries to invade? What about uh, we could always go and invade Poland again? Yeah, that, that's, nice? that was us, right? No, that wasn't us. That was a different one. That was a different country that invaded Poland. But, oh, that we, we did that stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. All right. So anyway, interesting breakdown. The Democratic Party has got to do better when it comes to courting the Hispanic vote. Uh, they've got to uh, make sure they follow through on the promises made to the black vote. And they have got to really... Um, not take anyone for granted yeah. because this coalition that Biden was able to form is as fragile as a Fabergé egg. Well, and you also have to consider by the time that Biden is inaugurated, we have we will have gone through another very painful, like a painful period uh, yeah. for this country because we have a president 
in a lame duck president in office till January 20th who is actively trying to ha- like commit revenge upon yeah. the country that betrayed him. He, in his little Rose Garden speech, he um, he's like, oh yeah, well, we have vaccines for everyone except for you, New York. Yeah, like, he, he's, he's crazy. He's like, I'm going to kill this, this state. I want to kill this state as vengeance for me losing. You know, it's so funny how things have changed. Maybe not funny, but sad. Of course, the Rose Garden was supposed to be used previously. It was used for non-political uh, events. Well, now it's I mean, just like a know, campaign. Now it's just yeah. a campaign, another campaign stop for him. And, you know, after George W. Bush lost, right, you know what the staffers did before Obama came in? The very cute thing of taking all the W's off the keyboards. Oh, yes. They yes. took the W off yes. the keyboards and it's like, oh, OK, all right. Trump is literally like firebombing <laughs> inside the White House right now. Like he won't allow Ob- uh, he won't allow Biden to have a transition conversation. He won't like- let his transition team. Uh, to, he won't lo- allow classified evidence to be given to whatever. It's just going to be such Biden a is colossal walk- shit show. Joe Biden is going to walk into the White House and it's going to be that scene from Hellraiser where there's a flayed human writing the yes. words, I am in hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the prank call like recipients. They, yes. the, the, one of the one of the Trump war room staffers who's had to listen to fifty thousand prank calls. All right. Well, before we go, uh, Travis wants to play a clip here of Justice Alito. We talk about the Supreme Court, and thank God, no matter what, I am just so happy this did not go to the courts. Oh yeah. Well, I thank mean, God. Uh, thank God the people actually got to have the election. Their voice did heard. it played out in such a way that. He couldn't really do any big right. and he, scheme. They were trying. They yeah, were angling. Yeah. They were making all the inroads as possible. But and the Supreme Court, I think, if they had, if he had a case to to at least get up to them, uh, I'm sure they would have been happy to be like, sure, let's give it to let's give it to our boss. But the, the it, idea it of came an, nowhere near close to being able to. You can't just give it to the Supreme Court. You can't right. just lob it over. You have to go through all of the lower courts, and it did their cases just fucking fell flat on their face right outside the steps absolutely of the courthouse yeah absolutely if this was a uh, episode of schoolhouse rock every single one but, of their appeals were shot on the steps but the supreme of the court courthouse. you know that was the big conservative project right getting all these yes. conservative judges on the court so they won who cares trump is going but these are these are people who we didn't elect but have an incredible amount of power over yeah. our everyday lives. Unbelievable. And uh, one of those guys is Justice Samuel Alito. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen him like out of his robes. Uh, you never just, see him freewheeling? No, I never saw him. I've never seen him shirtless. Uh, but <laughs> I, he gave a speech to- You the, don't follow alitobeaches.com where not, he's I, just him on the beach? That's a private news. Yeah. I don't do it on my public account. I'm not horny on Maine. Love it. But uh, uh, so he, Justice Alito gave a speech to the Federalist Society, which is essentially like a, a big hog pen of, of conservative conservative attorneys that they like fatten up and then send to the send to uh, circuit courts and stuff like that, which is what Trump did all four of his years. He's just been like snatching up young conservative judges, putting them on the bench through the for throughout the past four years. So, um, but Justice Alito gave this little speech to the Federal Society, and it was just like half an hour of him ranting against the left. And, uh, so this is supposed to be a nonpartisan this, judge that yes. decides the most important things of our lives. The Supreme Court is supposed to be this like ethereal, above it, right. uh, omniscient, omnipresent type of uh, type of people. Well, we've definitely given it powers of a god. So, but yeah. so this is this is a guy who in this video, I mean, he just looks like a like a hearse salesman, and he just Alito. <laughs> It's, it's nothing wrong with being a hearse salesman. I don't know, but the, the Supreme Court justice I was actually, looking like a hearse salesman. I was driving here in L.A., and on the back of a hearse, it said, we're all equal in here. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus, hearse. It's so cute. macabre, but all right, I agree. But so, like, some of the things he was complaining about was uh, that the, the Supreme Court case... Ober, Ober, Obergefell, 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 Obergefell sure, that's where the guy, he ate too many tacos, the yes, yes. Taco Bell ensued. The Hamburglar yeah. returns. Of but, uh, so he, he's not too happy that, uh, what he would consider anti-LGBTQ advocates are not allowed to share their, um, <laughs> share their beliefs about how gay people shouldn't be married. All and right. he, so here's a clip from him, uh, talking about how he is, uh, disappointed with that decision. You can't say that marriage is a union between one man and one woman. Until very recently, that's what the vast majority of Americans thought. Now it's considered bigotry. That this would happen after our decision in Obergefell should not have come as a surprise. 
Yes, the opinion of the court included words meant to calm the fears of those who cling to traditional views on marriage. But I could see, and so did the other justices in dissent, where the decision would lead. I wrote the following. I assume that those who cling to old beliefs will be able, able to whisper their thoughts in the recesses of their homes. But if they repeat those views in public, they will risk being labeled as bigots and treated as such by governments, employers, and schools. I just disagree. <laughs> that is just what is coming to pass. One of the great challenges for the Supreme Court going forward will be to protect freedom of speech. All right, there we go. And that's okay. And but that's him honestly, defending um, the free speech of. But that is him just yes. not looking at the right spots. If you want to find people who are against gay marriage, they're everywhere. You're not. It's no one's arrested. I haven't seen anyone arrested <laughs> no, for saying that I don't agree with gay marriage. My parents are still alive and well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm that's not, not true. It is maybe it would be true in a. It's true to the sense that if you're a public school teacher and you teach a class that day on how marriage is between one man and one woman, I would be like, well, this is a public school. You know, maybe you shouldn't be teaching that. Uh, you definitely shouldn't be teaching that, and that's not going to be allowed. That's not an infringement on their First Amendment right. They can do it as soon as they want to do it. It's like off the clock, whatever. But if you're in a public institution like a public school, of course that makes sense. It's the same reason you can't or shouldn't have the Ten Commandments in the freaking courtroom because. There are many people with many different religious beliefs. And if this is supposed to be uh, a communal space, uh, then you should not be isolating and pointing I mean, out but the, different so, kinds so of lifestyles. Alito goes on to he like he goes on to basically grind an axe about all of these sort of leftist uh, leftist cases, you know, or, you know. Right. <laughs> so, you know, L, uh, reproductive rights and all this. He's he's very much he sounds like a Fox News commentator just without the charisma of a Tucker Carlson. Well, maybe he'll resign uh, from the Supreme Court and finally get that show on Fox News like he always. But this wanted. is a, it's a scary thing to see because it is really the posture of this now predominantly uh, conservative court. Right. You know, this is this is the kind of things that are going on in the heads of these uh, supposedly impartial judges. Speaking of abortion, obviously Joe Biden, he's only the second Catholic president. Isn't that amazing? Uh-huh. Joe Biden is personally, he has said he is personally pro-life and votes pro-choice because he represents the people, not just himself. Uh, the Pope, as a matter of fact, has congratulated Joe Biden. Isn't that nice? The Pope, the hologram that is, said he's not a real hologram. That was a blooper. But he is, he, but you know what? He is magical, isn't he? Biden thanked Pope Francis for, quote, extending blessings and congratulations and noted his appreciation. All right, and that being said, the Biden administration said they will act swiftly to reverse a myriad of Trump-era rules, specifically about abortion. Uh, this is according to Jacqueline Ayers. Uh, she is the vice president of government relations and public policy for Planned Parenthood Action Fund. She says, we think many of these issues actually could be addressed day one in an executive order that explicitly talks about the new administration's commitment to sexual reproductive Healthcare. Uh, she goes on to say, I think that this is a great victory, but we know that we are going to have a lot of work to do because it's not just about undoing the harm of the last four years, but really making sure that we're moving the ball forward and advancing healthcare through really bold changes. Uh, so we shall see what Biden does. Uh, one rule advocates are particularly ready to see go resulted in hundreds of thousands of fewer people getting contraception and other services through the federally funded Title 10 family program. Uh, so we definitely want to have people be able to have access to contraception. I mean, and that plays in uh, that just plays in economic reasons that put it, that plays in family reasons that plays into so much contraception contraception is a vital part when it comes to forming a family on your own time and doing things um, with your body the way that you see fit. So we shall keep you up to date on everything that's going on as we see it. Of course, take care of yourself. Uh, Travis mentioned it a few times. Uh, things are a little dicey out there. Wear the mask. Bring your hand sanitizer. Live as normal as possible. Just take precautions. You're going to be okay. And, um, you know, whatever. We'll, we're going we're gonna to keep on figuring it out and... Who knows? Travis said something very scary. He said it's time for the whole. What is it? The the the, re, the we're replaying the movie from 2020, 2021 is going to be yeah, a replay if, of twenty twenty. If there's any like feeling of like oh yeah we're almost through this, it's you might as well just rewind 
the VHS. Halfway. Just half. No, no. Like we're we're now. <laughs> Now it begins. Now, now the, it begins. Now the bad part begins well, because well, we have a lame deck president and uh, Mitch McConnell doesn't want to have a stimulus plan. Uh, so people are just brutal. going to die off. We're going to, in, de- in December, it's going to be 2,000 people a day. That is devastating. And again, these, uh, I don't want to curse, but these fucking assholes uh, who are not passing a stimulus plan. It is, really, there's a special it is place like now. Everyone take, you can't care, take, people's take shots care away. of each other right now because there is no government right it's unbelievable now. we were talking about this on uh the kind of fun sports podcast regarding vince mcmahon where he's like he doesn't want them to unionize he refuses to allow them to unionize he refuses to call them employees he refuses them to be to have twitch he refuses uh to allow them to go make money on their own with comic cons or political or, or freaking whatever cons wrestle cons you just these scumbags it is absolutely horrible and mitch mcconnell my god what a bunch of fucking monsters people are dying people are starving uh, and uh, they need help. And if the government's going to take away their jabs, then the government has to pay them some freaking money. And uh, anyway, where's Andrew Yang, by the way? In He's this... go- he uh, moved to Georgia. Did he move to Georgia? Yeah, because he wants to help uh, canvas for the runoff with okay. uh, Purdue and Ossoff and Warnock. I hope he has something to do with the economic plans uh, going forward with the Biden administration because be his cool. voice is much See needed. Yang in there. Yeah. Yang gang! Um, all right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you're doing okay. Hail yourselves. We'll chat with you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. In a fast-paced world, Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.